Hi guys, welcome back to our podcast on We Had a Baby. I'm Henderson. I'm Tan. And tonight we have an interesting topic in which Tan has planned for me. <laughs> I have no idea what we're getting into, but let's hear it. What do you mean? I already told you. I know, but I forgot. So refresh my memory. Well, I think um, before we get started, I wanted to say that why I want to talk about what we're going to be talking about tonight um, kind of stemmed from our previous episode, the conversation that we had with Lisa and our friend Lisa and Chris. Um, in the episode, we Lisa had kind of said something that stuck and I guess I just never... Um, I don't know. I guess I just never thought of it that way. And it got me thinking more and more about it in the last two weeks. And so what she said was that we often talk about how the moms are feeling and what the moms are going through. And I think that there's a reason for that because the moms are going through a lot. But really, like, the dads are part of this too and their lives change too and that isn't often talked about and so this past week I've been noticing that there's a lot more resources like there's a lot of resources for moms on social media well I mean that's what I've been seeing it on anyway so there's accounts for that kind of spell out the invisible load of what moms have to go through so it's definitely more common and being talked about a little bit more now um but I actually haven't like since since uh we had our conversation with our friend Lisa and Chris I haven't seen a lot of these uh equivalent resources from a male's perspective and so I wanted to take this opportunity and have this conversation with Henderson and I had asked him if he could think about how like really think about how his life has changed like we've we've talked obviously a lot on the podcast about how my life has changed and what mm. I've had to do <clears throat> differently and like what's hard about what I do and Henderson is kind of there as like a support person and I really wanted to kind of clarify that one of the main reasons why I wanted to have this to do this podcast is that and I wanted to talk to Henderson have these conversations these real and honest conversations with Henderson so that Henderson can provide some insight on the male's perspective or the dad's perspective as well mm. and not just be a support person like not just be there for me to talk and for him to just say okay okay I get it or whatever like I, I really want I want to hear the um like his perspective and I think that there's a lot of value in um providing that perspective because there's not a lot of dads that are providing that perspective. And so I know that he's, um, we also talked in the last episode ha about how he's not as comfortable um, talking about these things. And so I'm just, like I had asked him to think about it and uh, talk about whatever, like uh, to, to whatever extent he feels comfortable. So I don't know, I guess the first yeah, I thing don't is like, that. how do you, how has your life changed since Clara and like 
how how do you feel like you're doing? How do you feel like you're adapting? Mm-hmm. Um, man, this is hard actually to talk about. I can't say my life has changed as much as yours. Um, it has definitely changed in the aspect that there's an additional member of the family, but I can't say that I am a hundred percent there as you are. For example, if something were to happen, Clara to me, something would happen to me. Clara would grow up, you know, fine. But if something were to happen to you, and I were to raise her, I don't know if I would be capable. I mean, it's something what I would have to do, but obviously I would seek for help. So I think in the sense of where my life has changed the most after Clara has come, I would say career-wise, it has definitely changed a lot. And I don't know, I, I think I'm constantly working more and... I mean, the number one reason is because I I want to, you know, be able to provide for you guys and generate enough income so that there would never be an issue um, if something that were to happen. I just, that's like my number one thing right now. Like when we had Clara, I think my perspective in my career changed where I was I would say last year and the years before then, I was pretty much loafing. You noticed that too. I, I basically, I want to mm-hmm. say, um, work two or three days out of the week, and I was like half-assing mm-hmm. throughout the days. Right, like I was I was working like three four hours a day for two days, two to three days a week, and I wasn't really doing much. And then I don't know if you noticed, but like ever since um, Clara came, and I remember taking the the first month and a half off, um, and it wasn't really working, but. When January came around, my perspective with my career changed because I was working more. I was more focused. I, you know, wanted to do as much as I can this year. And I guess for the next few years until um, I'm at a point where, you know, I can feel comfortable saying like, hey, you know, I can take year two years three years four years off just kind of just chill and watch clara grow up and be more involved uh you know and uh knowing that we'll be financially stable and i think i don't know that's my perspective that's i think that's where my whole like life has changed i don't think it's changed in the aspect of yeah we have a baby now and that uh, i'm there helping you or um but, you know, like, yeah. I am there I mean, to help I, you I when know. you need it, right? So I think also something that was very enlightening from our conversation with Lisa and Chris was when Chris had said men are the providers. And, like, I know that. Oh, yeah, he did mention that, right? I know that. But I think, I guess the hardest thing for me to wrap my head around is that you are truly doing it so that you can provide for us and not so that you can advance your career because one of the things that really hit me really hard was that I had to accept the fact that my career was basically stopped no, like I know. even when I go back to work it's not gonna progress at the same rate as it could have if I had 
not gone on maternity leave. It's like hard to stop and then to go again. Like when you stop, then if you think about it, like if you're stop, if you're in a car and you come to a full stop, you have to accelerate to get up to your speed that you want to get to. Yeah. So like that acceleration time. Yep. That takes time to get up to the speed that you want to go to. So for me, when I stopped, like I'm at a full stop in my career right now, when I go back, I have to take that time, whether it's six months or a year or whatever, to get my momentum back, to be able to get to the rate where I was before. And then what if we decide to have a second child? Then it's going to stop again. And then I have to get my momentum going again. And then by that time, I'm going to be middle-aged. And, you know, if I hadn't gotten to the place in my career where I wanted to be before you have your first kid, it's just going to take so much longer for women to reach their goals, I guess. And I, I think that that is like what I partially resent about being on maternity leave and you working so much right now and not helping out with Clara because I literally had to stop my career while you are basically just avoiding the work that needs to be done towards you know raising and building our family so that you can continue and advance your career no I don't think it's that at all but you know how I am and and I have a target amount that I want to reach every year and how much revenue I want to generate and you know if I don't meet those um, financial goals, then I feel, I guess I feel disappointed in myself. And I know I get, I, I see that. Like, you know, I'm, you know, with me, like I always, I'm like, oh yeah, we made this much this month. Oh, this is how much we can spend this month. And you know, the ultimate goal for me is to buy a bigger house for us. And that's like my number one thing right now. It's not that I'm thinking of advancing my career. Obviously everyone's always thinking of advancing their career, but my number one objective at the end of the day is just to get a bigger place so that we can have our forever home. And that's like at the back of my my head at all times. I think if I were to want to advance my career, then I would actually do things that would further my career instead of doing the same things. And I think I do want to advance my career, but I don't think now's a good time just because I want to be more stable and just play it on the safe side i don't want to take any risks right now but you know before we met i told you i was against the film scoring and all that and mm-hmm. i don't know exactly when um i don't i know definitely now i don't want to do film scoring um and you know film with, with film scoring and, and just writing music in general you can basically get into it at any age there is no like oh you got to do it now and all that stuff so i know down on the road i definitely want to get back into writing music and i think that you know, when the kids are older, that's probably when I'll most likely get back into it, hoping that that motivation and inspiration comes back for that. And yeah, I I think my number one like goal ever since uh, Clara and knowing that we were going to upgrade our house down the road is just keep making more content, putting out content to generate more revenue. And then we can buy a bigger house and then you know another side goal obviously is for you to potentially not go back to work you know i want to make enough so that you don't need to go back and if we have a second child that i mean these are things factors that i always think about as well so i don't think it's 
at yeah. all, you know, like me trying to advance my career at all. Because if I wanted to advance my career, then, you know, I, I remember told you, like, I had, like, an opportunity to fly to Atlanta, even through this COVID times, to, to um, basically play beside a, a pretty big artist. And, you know, I declined because my family comes first. I don't want to take that risk and coming back and, you know, spreading COVID and all that stuff. So I immediately said no, obviously. So, mm-hmm. you know, if I wanted to advance my career, that would have been a big opportunity. I think that would have been a life-changing opportunity just because there's just so many opportunities from that from that one trip, I would say. Yeah. I think maybe it's the way I show it. It's different. But at the end of the day, I always reiterate to you, you know, like we're always on real tour checking out houses and like, you know, that's the goal. That's the main goal. And I'm like, mm-hmm. how do we get there? Yeah. And I, I just think about, oh, I got to put up more content. I got I to gotta continuously create because, you yeah. know, when, it's, when it comes to summertime, like streams go down, yeah. sales go like, down, you know, all that. At the end of the day, like why I'm working so hard now than before, like especially the last three years, like, you know, I just like loafed it. I know. And I only put and out I, like I, one cover I know. a week. And I, um, I was thinking back to like when I had started maternity leave, but Clara wasn't born yet. And you literally were working like two, maybe two and a half, sometimes three days a week. Yeah. <laughs> I told you, like, it literally didn't change until like Clara was born. Like mm-hmm. things just changed. Yeah. I think, I guess that's the biggest change for me is that I started working a lot more now. Um. Okay. So I get that you want to be providing more and you need you feel like you need to be providing more and the way that that's measured is through your income like how much you make so your value in society and in our family is measured by how much you make and I think that okay so this is a little bit of a complicated um it's a little bit of a complex concept so I'm gonna try to explain it but Say you make $500,000 a year, half a million dollars a year. Sure. So that's how much you're worth. That's how good you can feel about yourself because you make this much money. Right. But for me, as much as I do, like I feel like I put in just as much work as you do in your work. Like I put in just as much time and effort and energy into raising our daughter and raising our family yes. and keeping our house, you know, neat and tidy. Right. And right. but I get paid zero dollars for this. Like even though my time and energy and effort is equal to how much you spend on your work. Right. Like I feel like I'm even more stressed in the work that I do for our family. Well, I, I understand I have what you're saying, anxiety. but I don't think you can put like a dollar sign to what you're doing because I know, I know, I know that's so the way that society works now is that if I bring this up, everyone's going to say, but why should you get paid? So in, I, I saw this article, it's an opinion article but, on the New York times. I know, but before you begin, says, I, I want to say that you are getting paid through us through us as a family. Uh, no, it's not the same. Why is that not the same? So I get it. Say if I did half of the work, 
around the house and I required you to actually spend some time doing some of the work, then I get it. That takes time away from you working so that you can make less money. Like I get that. But on paper, it's still you. Everyone is still going to think, oh, it's you. Like no one is ever going to think beyond that and say, oh, like, Tan is the reason why you have the time to work this much so that you can make this much. No one's going to get that. Mm -hmm. And everyone is still going to think, oh, like Henderson's the one making the money. Henderson's the one providing. Just like everyone thinks that the fathers are the ones that are providing. Yes. Most people think that the fathers are providing. So I think your your thoughts are a bit skewed because... You make it sound like people are judging you as if you're not making any like money to raise. Like as in, I don't like- think that I'm being judged, but for me, the way that I view my worth based on how society views, but I it's think like society has makes- already put like they've already accepted and they 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 say it every day loud and clear that mothers have the toughest jobs in the world. Well, I'll give you an example. There's hundreds hundreds of athletes in the world and that play professional sports. Um, but all the sports players that have wives, that have kids, they recognize the work that their mother, that the, that means, sorry, that the wives are putting into their, their children because they're not around. So they know that the mother is taking care of the child. Like here's an example, Aisha Curry, three kids, all growing up basically without stuff. And Steph obviously puts, you know, she he loves her to, to death and he always writes it on his Instagram, you know, to the hardest job in the world. Aisha, you're, you're doing one heck of a job raising our kids. And you know what? Some of these kids turn out to be very successful um, and they grow up to be very respectable, uh, very, very kind. For example, like they just posted a video recently about talking about um, the 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 presidential election coming up and i think uh two of their daughters one that is four and one is probably seven and they're asking them questions oh what do you know about the elections and all that stuff and they spoke at a very you know like they were they were they were having regular conversations with them and that's through all you know the mother and everyone recognizes that you know like Staff recognizes that. All, like all the NBA players, like everyone, like whoever watches the videos, knows that is basically through Aisha. At the end of the day, and you know, like like I said, some of these kids they grow up to be very successful. All LeBron, like LeBron's son right now. Um, forgot how old, but he's in high school, um, and he's basically going to be entering the NBA in a, I don't know, four or five years. But without. LeBron's wife, because LeBron obviously was away for the entire uh, duration when his son was born until now. And like his son is 16 or 17 or something like that. And his son's going to enter the NBA and that wouldn't be without his mom, you know? So LeBron recognizes that. LeBron knows that his wife put in the work. LeBron knows that his wife raised their sons and now raising their daughter while he's away playing the NBA. So I just don't think that, you know, you should think of it that way because I do know that people are aware that the mother have, mothers in general have the toughest jobs in the world. I recognize that. I know you have the toughest job. I know it's hard to to do all these things for Claire. I know it's hard to uh, sleep trainer. I know it's hard to 
you know, uh, get her on a good eating schedule. And that's why I will never like, like disrespect you in any way. Like anytime someone asks me, Oh, how's Clara? Like, how's raising her? I'm like, like even early when I was talking to a friend in the state, I was like, I can't say I do anything. Like I can't say I do much of the work. Like, I got handed it all to Tan. Like she's like, like mother of the year. Like she does like most of everything. And I, I just don't know how she does it. Like, you know, I respect her. I love her for, for doing all this. And it's a tough job. So, yeah. Anyways, I think I really showed her what I really mean through this podcast. And I think uh, she is um, realizing that I do care about this family and not that I just, you know, want to work. I guess now talking back about you bringing up what has changed the most in my life, I think it would just be my work, my workload in the, in, in, in terms of providing, um, that would be the number one thing I'd say. And I feel like that's with most men, like, yeah, at the end of the day, like what Chris said last, last time on the podcast, at the end of the day, we just want to provide, we just want to be able to put food on the table, we want to be, we'll put a house, put a roof, you know, over our family, just, just want to, you know, make sure the family's good um financially and um i guess that's my 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 one thing that i'm i want to be able to do for for our family so yeah um i want to thank you guys for listening and i hope my perspective on how my life has changed ever since clara came into the world uh helped any fathers out there well also mothers as well and mothers as like, well to like, get a better understanding of yeah to get a better understanding and and um we'll see you guys next time on we had a baby peace